Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast. It's been a long three weeks, I think. <laughs> three weeks. Yeah, life's been busy. Yeah, really yep. busy. You have God. a lot going on in your yeah. life. Yeah, and you have a lot going on in your life. It's like, oh my gosh. Who We're trying to stay on top of it. I know. Who would have thought 30 minute long podcast would be this difficult to plan and come do? Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. And we're um, in the middle of a thunderstorm, so yeah, I know. there's some rumblings. It's not our stomachs, it's the thunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just ate it. It's not that. <laughs> right. We already tried to film this before, and yes. then a loud boom yeah. in the middle. So yeah. we're just going to go with it. So. <laughs> we're going to go with it. And if you hear a thunder, hopefully we don't lose the power or electricity, because yeah. that was intense. That oh, my was, gosh. That was really scary. Yes. Uh, so, uh, what's new? What's new, Alex, in the in the world? <laughs> There's a lot of new things. There is. Well, personally, I attended the Western Conservative Summit this last weekend in Denver, and that was fun. It was a jam-packed weekend, a lot of amazing speakers, um, kind of eye-opening to some things that I find. And I was talking to somebody there who was actually there as a photographer. He's not necessarily like, on the same page, which is totally fine, but just kind of hearing his side of view. And as he's in there photographing people as they're speaking and then hearing him kind of have some good points about how Republicans have just kind of resorted to name calling. And so, I mean, I, I'm a Republican through and through, but I agree. I don't think that's an effective way of doing things, but overall the summit was amazing. A lot of great speakers all coming from a different perspective and different background. Um, they were able to kind of share some insight and what they've learned and what they're going through. Like Riley Gaines was there. She yeah. was the woman who was an amazing swimmer and tied with Leah Leah Thomas, yeah. <laughs> um, biological male, and they ended up giving the trophy to him for a photo op uh, right. because it was a pure tie and because he's the male and it would look better for the swimming team, Right, he got the trophy and she didn't. So right. she's a powerhouse. She is not being silent about it, rightfully so. And as a woman, I am so appreciative that she is fighting for women's rights in that because we are seriously going back in time yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, so fighting she, against or swimming against men yeah. or like not being able to compete against right. men anymore. It's like, it's like just cause you pretend to be a girl doesn't mean yep. you are one. Exactly. And same yep. thing on the other side. Right. Women can't be a man. No. Like, it's like, why are we even bothering? I know. God made us so differently with yeah. our different strengths and we aren't made to be competitive with one another. Right. Just within like the race if you want to have competition that's fine i mean yeah people work so hard to be the best at what they do and that's wonderful and yeah. these women are getting beat by men right by and like men. These and like mean. anybody who tries to fight against that has yeah. never done a sport no, no. has never worked hard for anything no. in their life no like nothing no. and it's like i could say that for like a lot of liberals like i don't know very many liberals who have done super like competitive things besides people who are well known in the right you know in the sport industry and they're like pretending to be good with the trans movement like I don't even I don't even think they are like deep down inside like it's more of like a like a oh just do it so people accept you yeah but like you can't be supportive of that because then you're gonna be eventually or maybe your children right. are going to be going up a, against a biological male. Yeah. And they're going to get hurt. Yeah. I mean, some sports, I mean, swimming is 
an individual sport, but think of like wrestling or not that women really have a football team, but Mm -hmm. football, any contact sport, soccer, even if you basketball, if you see a six foot seven girl coming at you, you don't stand a chance. I'm sorry. Right. And that's not fair for these women who've worked their whole lives. Yeah. They work so hard, Mm -hmm. so hard. It is so wrong. Um, uh, did you get to ask her any questions? I didn't. I got to meet her, and she was, like, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. I um, It was it was just sad because I feel so bad for her. She's just being so outspoken for women. And she said, she's like, it is so nice to be in a room full of people not trying to kill me. That's, that was, those were her words. And yeah. it was, I mean, all she's trying to do is just help women across the board. Right. And she's having death threats. Police didn't leave her side the whole time because yeah. of the severity of the threats. But... She didn't let that get her down. She was super optimistic. She was so kind to everyone she met. I was helping the photographers. And so I was able to just be in close proximity to her the whole time she was doing the photo op. And she was such a lovely human being. Well, that's good. Yes. That's good. I, I always, like, I see her, you know, on, yeah. like, Instagram or whatever. And I'm always like, oh, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Because you just never know with people who are yeah. fighting against me if they're just doing it for nope she's authentic but yeah she's super authentic and um everyone else there i mean got to meet josh holly he's an amazing human being too he's a fighter um for those of you who don't know he's like the youngest u.s senator that's Mm kind of what he's known he's known for um larry elder was there and tulsi gabbard and lauren lauren bobert those colorado people yeah (laughs) and um there's a couple others but Seth Dillon from the Babylon Bee. So it was just cool because they all came from such different backgrounds, perspectives. Mm-hmm. And to just be unified in a room full of like-minded people was always really good. Right. But, I mean, as Ari and I are going to probably talk about, that we are going to talk about right now, mm-hmm. there are some issues within the Republican Party. It's a lot of talk and no action to follow the talk. Mm-hmm. And not speaking for everybody, but just as a generalization, it's, it's discouraging that yes we all get together we rally we're excited and leave there and nothing gets done right yeah it's a lot of just name calling like you were saying earlier and it's like we're called as christians to like be different and look different act different like we're not supposed to be like the world and when we act like the world we're not gonna get anywhere no because god's not a part of the world yeah you know he he needs us to like ask him for help and right. i don't think he would be saying to name, name call. call and yeah all that kind of stuff like yeah are we supposed to call things out when they're wrong sure yes but the we're idea. not we're supposed to do it through love yeah and um and of course satan wants to twist it yeah. right with love and acceptance and love and acceptance don't aren't the same thing. No, they aren't. And they will never be the same thing. No matter how much we try to get it to be the no. same thing, it will never be the same thing. So it's very frustrating when when people who are supposed to be called to a higher standard mm-hmm. and call themselves Christians are not looking much different from yeah. the world. Yep. And I think Republicans are notorious. Like, we'll come out of election season and then go right back into our little comfortable lives mm-hmm. and... There was a day that that worked in the country he was able to survive. We're not at that point anymore. If we aren't more proactive, not that we have to go storm the Capitol or right. it's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, incite like riots and protests. I mean, yes, we yeah. have the right to protest, but we don't need to be violent about it. And 
I mean, personally, I don't know how effective protests usually are, but... I don't think they're effective. I don't think they are. Personally, I don't think they are that effective. Yeah. I mean, have I been a part of some? Of course. Like, I want yeah. to stand with like-minded people and stand for a cause, but... And there's different ways of doing that and having conversations. That is such a lost art because immediately when you walk in a room with someone who is of a different background, everyone's already on defense. Like, can't we just come in with an open mind? And I'm probably not going to change your mind and you're probably not going to change my mind, but let's just talk about it. See if we can kind of find some middle ground. And I mean, I don't suggest compromising on anything, but at least hearing where the other person's coming from and having a conversation and leaving friends or family at the end of the day and not being such enemies because that is not helping the nation and it's not helping our culture and on a global platform too it is not making america stronger right yeah it's it's really not doing much like i mean i feel like a lot of the times this is a spiritual battle yeah and we are fighting against powers and principalities right and who can fight against powers and principalities like only god yes and god can work through us right yep but it's like we need to be praying and seeking God and not name calling and not being mean yeah. to people because that's not what God calls us to do. But um, also it's like very frustrating having these politicians, which I don't ever recommend idolizing no. like politicians like they're politicians. Yes. <laughs> yes. That That's what they are. Yeah. And they know how to play the game and yeah. they know how to pretend like they're doing something and they're not doing anything and and i just politicians are just not the answer and that's why i was such a a trump fan is because he wasn't a politician he wasn't like everyone else i am so pro term limits for politicians i know we have some for a couple offices they need to be across the board because when our country was founded it was never intended to be a career right and you have nancy pelosi who's been in there for how many years oh it was the thunder again. Yeah, thunder and rain. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> longer than most Americans have been alive, seriously, at this point. Yeah. And there's not much to show for it. She's right. not on the right side of things, in my personal opinion. Yeah. And it was never meant to be a career. It's meant for farmers or electricians. I mean, not the electricity back in the day, but now it's right. normal, everyday people, hardworking Americans mm-hmm. to go serve our nation for a couple years mm-hmm. and then go back to working and right. that's how it was created and now we seriously have lifelong career politicians yeah it's terrible it and really our tax is. dollars are paying for it lifelong and salaries lifelong salaries yeah. like millions of dollars to yep. these crazy politicians who should not be making that much money it is just like when you are serving in the government like you're not supposed to be making a ton of money like it's just it's serving and if people, like the, cause our tax dollars are funding that clearly. Yeah. And I heard this from somebody and I'm like, I stand by it too. If Americans had to write a check on tax day for their, to pay the tax, the government, their tax money, people would be outraged because yeah. it's easier when you never see that money hit your bank account right? because it's automatically deducted from our paychecks. But if we got all that money and then had to write a check to the government, things would look so different. Oh, it would. Pe- mm-hmm. I mean, people would be like, I can't afford that. No. No. Like, I can't afford paying that politician $5 million. Right. <laughs> they would be like, demanding accountability for every dollar spent. Yeah. And you're writing 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 grand in, yeah. in checks, depending on how much you make, because it's a huge chunk of change yeah. that we are paying to the government. And it's easy when you never see that money in your bank account. But right. 
when you see that money and you realize it's your money to spend however you want to, yeah. but then have to still write a check, I think life would look a lot different. It would. It really would. I wish that's kind of how it went because yeah. then people would probably fight this yes. tax thing more. Yeah. And our politicians are making six figures even after they're out of office. Yeah. I mean, people don't realize that, that it's a lifelong... It's a good gig, honestly. Right. Like, who wouldn't want to go join, run for office to get paid that kind of money for oh the rest of their life? Uh, it's just supposed to be a serving yes. time yep. and not a political, like, just not like a lifelong job. Yep. Because, uh, I mean, our founding fathers knew that that would happen, right? Because that's what happened oh, to them. The monarchy, yeah. Yeah. It's like... Ugh, it was lifelong. Because with the monarchy, you're king for life until right. you die and then your successor takes over. And yeah. And they fought against that yep. and, and you had to, they fought against what was yeah. the tax then yes <laughs> it was like two percent right they were like yeah, absolutely probably. not they they didn't want to pay two percent how much do we pay now 15's cheap 15 <laughs> is cheap at the stage <laughs> oh my gosh it's just like ridiculous yeah. i'm like what is happening and so I, I wish i wish i wish true american history was taught world history i should say because it does world history shaped american history Mm -hmm. that was actually taught in american schools and we were able to compare and contrast what our founding fathers fought from successfully and then now where we're going we're going back in history we're going back in time and Mm -hmm. we got to do something different and i think republicans need to unify and be more men and women of action instead of just talk because right. talk does not go very far. Yeah. People get excited for a day. They go home. Life happens. They get busy with work and nothing gets done. Right. Yeah. And and you look at the fruit of the politicians yeah. and you're like, I don't see much fruit. No. I don't see much goodness coming out of your life. And if you really were doing things for the Lord, the Lord will take care of you. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I just find that interesting. But... It's unfortunate that we are in this place. And then hearing, like, somebody who this weekend could have really impacted him for the better for the conservative side. Because he, he kind of says more middle ground, but definitely more left-leaning. And then hearing how he came, what he came out with it is he was turned off from how a lot of the uh, speakers at this summit were just bashing, like, um, Democrats personally instead of it just talking about the issues. And I think talking right. about the issues is more effective any day of the week than just resorting to name calling. Right. Because then you have no argument. Like, seriously, it looks, it looks petty when you're saying, well, you're a, a bigot, you're a racist, you're whatever. Yeah. Instead of like, okay, you support defending the police. Let's talk about this. What are mm-hmm. the statistics? Mm-hmm. What can we do about this? But mm-hmm. if you're just saying you're racist because you support the police, that's not going to help anybody. Right. Yeah, we, we just need – it's like, what are the facts? Like, yes. people are not even looking at the facts. No. They're look, they're all emotional. Yes, yes. And once a politician gets emotional, they look stupid. Yeah. You know? It's, not it's effective. like, it's not effective. Yeah. It, it's like, you, you're, you look like you, you don't know what you're doing. You right. got emotional. Right. What you're just stick. Like, my husband always says when he watches like videos online and he's watching like, um, interviews you know between a politician and like a news person or whatever he's like okay good question now stay with the question but then the politician on stage will always try to kind of like move around the 
political answer. Yes. That's true. And like it and then it's like, no, answer my question. Yeah. Like don't get emotional about it, yeah. right? If you get emotional about it and you try to fight back and forth yeah. about what they're saying, that's what they want you to do. And then you have nothing to stand on. Right. But it's like if you stick with your qu- your first question mm-hmm. that they can't answer, <laughs> then, then that's more effective because then you, instead of you looking dumb because you got emotional yeah. about it, and they could turn around on you in two seconds right when you get emotional, Right. you just stick with the question and you keep asking the question and then you keep showing them that they can't answer yeah. the question. Yeah. And that is the best way to do it. Right. Make them look like they don't know what they're doing right yep instead of making them look smarter sure because they know how to kind of swerve around some questions right and they get you hot and emotional Mm -hmm. and yeah Mm -hmm. that's true so i'm always like that's a really good point we gotta like just instead of like getting emotional with their answers yeah just be like you didn't answer my first question right that's true (laughs) so it's like that's how you kind of win with with conversations and when yeah. with arguments is just keep asking that first question sure and they won't be able to answer right because yeah. they can't right it's impossible right there's no answer to to dumb <laughs> <laughs> to some arguments from the left yeah yeah it's um that's that's good advice and i mean you look at political debates and yes they're called a debate but they get so animated in their responses and it just it's not helping the nation it's not helping them look better and there are some undecided people and it's like you want to go after them i mean republicans are typically going to vote republican democrats are typically going to vote democrats you're going after the middle people who don't know who they're voting for and by just getting emotional you're confusing them even Mm -hmm. more but if you can talk rationally and have well-formulated ideas about abortion or gun rights or fill in the blank Mm -hmm. you're going to be way more effective at winning people over to the conservative movement right and that's what the conservative movement can be good at is we're more honest and more More fact oriented we're very fact oriented so you know the facts right right and so when a democrat asks a question you can answer it right right because we know we know the answer. Right. But a Democrat can't answer these in questions because they're emotional. Right. And it's so. Yeah. It's easier yeah. to sway them. Sway them. They're very persuasive. Yeah. I mean, because if you hear, of emotional. Yeah. They pull at your heartstrings because, I mean, I think, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast before. I know we talked about it personally. But in high school, we had to take a test on if you were more Republican or more Democrat. And the way they formulated the questions couldn't be further from the truth because. Right. It was literally as bad as, do you like old people? Do you not like old people? Yeah. And if you said, you like old people, you are a Democrat. And if you say, you don't like old people, you're Republican. Right. That is not true. That is very, it's deceiving, obviously. We have different ideas on how to address certain issues, but it doesn't mean that we're against old people or we're for old people. Right. Or do you care about people? Like, I just remember that one question. I remember... Do you care about people? Yep. Or do you not care about people? I so and wish I would have taken a picture of that test. I would I, I thought we were getting it back. And oh, of course yeah. not. They don't give those no, back to you. No, they don't give them back. No. But it's like if we took it, like how many other people took this test? Yes. And then I know like one girl that was like, I had no idea I was a Democrat. Yeah, I, I knew and, one too. And then I had to be like, no. Yeah. Just because you care about someone doesn't mean you're a Democrat. <laughs> 
I know. I saw right through the test. And yeah. of course, I knew what they were trying to get you at. And so, yeah. like, I was, I knew what I believe at 15. And so right. I acted like I hated people, apparently. God, <laughs> not true. <laughs> Just to score higher on the conservative. So we're like the same person we were going through the same thing yes like well it's gonna look like i hate people i hate people i hate old people i was not gonna come out as a liberal from that test that is so funny i totally saw i was so mad that day and i so wish i would have taken a picture because i talk about that all the time but it's only like that one question about the old people that really stood out to me like like, do you care about, like, the do you care about yes. people and yes. the old people yep. for you? Yeah. So funny. Like, okay, seriously, okay. I I, so I know politics aren't talked about in some households. We were fortunate mm. that that was, like, a dinner table conversation. <laughs> right. So we were very familiar with it. But yeah. for those who don't know, I mean, if you want to do a test, at least have it be fair and show both sides equally. Don't have it be swayed where you either love people or hate people. Like, mm-hmm. we're not, obviously... The education system has a lot of work to get better, and it's Ugh. it's literally like a machine pumping out like robots yeah. of a, thinking a certain direction and not free thinkers. Because yeah, I know like in yeah, our parents they think that they're free thinkers, right? But they think not. that they're so like out there with I their know. thinking, but it's like you have no idea how robotic you are. Right no, now. because in that modern day education system, you're taught what to think, not how to think. Right. And our parents, that was different. I mean. My dad and I, we don't see eye to eye on the education system. He's very conservative, but he's very pro-education. And is education beneficial? Yes, but not how it is right now. And right. so, and he's coming at it from a perspective when he was in school, which he's right. When he was in school, it was very different. But mm-hmm. when I was in school, it did not look how look like how it was when he was in school. Right. And it needs to change drastically because yeah. our country is not headed in a good direction. I'm very optimistic about the outcome yeah. of our country. But at this rate... We are teaching kids to think only one way. Right. And there yeah. is two ways of thinking. Yeah. And if you present all the facts, if you still choose to be a liberal, that is your choice. I am very, like, I'm not going to tell you what to think. Do I agree with you? No. Mm-hmm. But at least present the both sides equally and not right. have a biased test. Right. Or education and not be system. emotional yes. about yep. it. Like, give me the facts. Yep. Can you give me the facts? Like, right. no one can give me the facts yeah. now. Like, every liberal is just emotional. When you talk about, going back to the police brutality thing, mm-hmm. there are more white unarmed men killed every year by police officers in black. Yeah. But yet, if you look at the news, if you look at society, that they don't think that's true. But if you look at the facts, that is the truth. There is, I think it's like more than double the amount of unarmed white men shot every year by police in right. blacks. Right. It's true. It's the facts. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I just love, like, I like them talking about it because it's like, it's like, what is going on in the black community? Yeah. Because there's this video I was watching earlier, and um, this girl was like, there are more, there's like more black people in prison than white people, right? And so, but the general population of black people is less than white people, right? right? And then also, what is happening with that? Like, yeah. And then it's also like two-parent households. Versus a one-parent yeah, household. There's, like, a lot of factors to it. Yeah. And it's, like, well, there's less Asians in than white people in prison. So right. is there racism against white people from Asians? It's true. Are Asians the most favorite? You know? It's, yeah. like, it's like, no, it has nothing to do with race. Right. But it has everything to do 
with how people were raised yep. and what is the statistic in a yep. two-parent household. Right. There's more two-parent households in Asians, in mm-hmm. Asian culture, than there is in white culture. Well, and I think it was the 50s. I don't remember what legislation was passed, but it was the opposite between blacks and whites. Blacks, very strong families. They had mm-hmm. two families. Mm-hmm. They were very tight-knit. And then certain legislation was passed that encouraged you not to be married, to have yeah. multiple baby daddies. and To be reliant on the government. Yes. And now kind of the type and not and whites are just are fall into that too it's not mm-hmm. just a black and white issue it's right um it's just a society issue but unfortunately the the law has changed where it doesn't favor two-parent households right just not biblical it's yeah. not setting up a kid for success there's a lot of issues with that right so i don't think it has anything to do with race no, it either. has everything to do with family dynamic yep. I and agree. how that is going. A mom and a dad. Yes. Yeah. A mom and a dad yep. raising their kids. A married mom and a dad, I should you say. You were right. Right. Like yeah. in a good home, yeah. good loving home. Right. Like basic. Yes. Basic information about life. Well, there's like, a, I think it's like the success, success formula. You graduate high school, then you get a full-time job, then you get married. And like statistically, if you do those three things in that order, you are set up for life. Yeah. Statistically, you just do a lot better. Uh-huh. And, but unfortunately, our culture, that's not really encouraged. Right. It's, it's kind of the opposite in different yeah. orders. and But that's yeah. like the success formula is just those three things in that right. order. Right. And then you live a happy, good life. Yep. But it's like peop- women now especially are like trying to be like men. And like, oh, I don't want families. I don't want children, right? Just trying to, like, live their or get their career first, you know, get their life handled first. But there's no evidence that says that that's a better way to go. Like, not even a little evidence that says that that you live a happier life that way. Like, it's most evidence is the opposite. Yes. Yep. And of a good life and people who are actually genuinely happy people. Right. You know, it just... It's like we are missing the whole point of life, yeah. you know, and the whole point of life is not working, making money, hustling, you know, no. getting our, like no. just whoever makes the most money, right? It will never be about money. No. And that's what our world is making it Absolutely. all about is money. And, and money isn't bad, but the love of money is the right. root of all evil. And it's yep. like, and that's a kind of a huge debate in the Christian culture, which is kind of strange like money is not a bad thing but we live in a culture where money is the idol and an idol is anything above the lord and so when you're pursuing money instead of what the lord has for you and i mean i do believe he's calling people to step out in faith and become business owners and Mm -hmm. be successful and be leaders in the workforce because we all know that we need good christian business owners and that are influential and can make a difference but because of the culture and especially with women, I'm not saying that women can't work, but women were created differently than men too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's something beautiful in giving life to the world. Yes. 100%. Yeah. And raising kids up to know the Lord and yeah, you know, it's just, it's just the way to go, to be honest, like everything's going to have their ups and downs, right, of you course. know, but God had a reason why he put things the way he put things and why people feel like they can mess with that why why humans feel like they can be gods yeah it will it will it just will never go well for us that way no like we act like we are so powerful all powerful over our life and we make the it's like 
no 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 we are not that powerful (laughs) we're so minuscule in the scheme of things the scheme of life and god has amazing plans for us but right like ultimately we want i want him in control of my own life yes on a personal note and i wherever he calls me to be or whoever he calls me to minister to or Mm -hmm. be in their life like i want to do it to the best of my ability and not be so busy distracted by chasing what the world says i need to be chasing right right it's like we all need to let go of the control yeah big time it's like like this world acts like we're just so in control of our life we're not we're not in control of our life like uh, you could pretend (laughs) yeah all you want but it doesn't mean you are and then they're going into the ai which is yeah i think just trying to play god oh yeah it's kind of creepy how advanced that's going very quickly and i think it's all coming down to them wanting to be um convincible pretty much yeah and have eternal life and that's only found in the lord right only in god yes everything of this world will be nothing yeah worth nothing yeah we will hopefully be in god's hands and everything down here won't even it won't come with us no and it doesn't mean we just go through life though like it doesn't matter it's like we are called to this earth for such a time as this Mm -hmm. and making a difference for the lord and trying to reach as many people as we can and but in the scheme of things our time here is just a blip in eternity and we're living for eternity and we just have limited time here to be obedient to the lord and not fall into the ways of the enemy yeah Yep, I just, I, I don't know what God has in store for. I'm still optimistic <laughs> for this world, but oh, yeah, we'll see. So they, there will come a day though where, I mean, if you read Revelation, there's mm-hmm. obviously going to be a day where it's not going to get better. I don't right. think we're quite there yet. I know some people do. I personally think we have some time. Do you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do. The billion soul harvest. Yeah. He's coming back for the a, a church, like the bridegroom in our. Yeah. American church is not, um, church in general, not even just the American church, right. has a long way to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, I, I think... mean, there's like pastors that are coming out as pastors, right? And they're getting lots of followers on yeah. Facebook and Instagram, yet they're saying that God like supports the LGBTQ movement. False prophets almost. Yeah, and then like that Jesus isn't God. And it's like, oh my Antichrist gosh. spirit. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I would not want to be you. No. Because <laughs> you were held to a higher standard if you're a pastor and you're leading yeah. your sheep astray. Oh, yeah. I would not. Like, no. leading thousands, millions of people away. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would not want to be him. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. No. And, like, there was another church that um, had a member of the LGBTQ, whatever the alphabet soup <laughs> um and do a communion up in church oh and the next day lightning struck the church and burnt down <laughs> like coincidence wow. i don't know oh my goodness <laughs> yeah i i do still think we have hope i mean obviously yeah. we always have hope in the lord but i'm so optimistic i think things are going to turn around I don't know when, but <laughs> I, I do think we have some time before the rapture happens. But We have some time. Yeah, we but have. I don't wait, like, thinking we have time. If right, you right. like, it could be tomorrow. It could, for all we know. Yeah, yep. but live your life like it could be today yep. or tomorrow. Yep. Don't wait 
or don't yeah. procrastinate getting right. right with the lord and giving your life over to the lord mm-hmm. um being on fire yeah because it's worth it your life gets yeah. yes it gets harder in some aspects but it's so worth it yeah because he's right there with you and you have that hope and joy in the midst of any circumstance that comes your way right yeah it's true it's like it's funny because it's like he said that it wouldn't be like it wouldn't always be mm-hmm. easy you know but with him or we'll be at peace. Yeah, I wouldn't have my life any other way. Right. I can't imagine my life without the Lord. Yeah, I know. It's like, get to know the Lord. He loves everybody. Mm-hmm. He loves you. And love and acceptance is not the same no, thing. <laughs> no. Like, if we learn anything today, love and acceptance. <laughs> Very different. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we kind of, we had a lot of squirrels on that in yeah, this podcast. but we did. Yeah, thanks for watching and thanks for the support and we greatly appreciate you. Yeah, and please like, share, comment, subscribe. All the good things. All the all the good <laughs> things. Like um yeah, the more you share, the more you like, the more we get out there. So yeah. All right. Well, thank thanks, you guys. <laughs>